Masech Shabbos Perik Hay Mishnah Gimel Tul Perik Vov Mishnah Base. The focus of Perik Hay is what one's animal is allowed to carry in a Rishus Harabim in a public domain on Shabbos because it's considered something which is necessary for guarding the animal or for protecting the animal or if it's considered the animal's clothing. And on the other hand, what an animal cannot go out with into a Rishus Harabim on Shabbos because it's considered something which the animal is carrying as opposed to wearing. Now we're going to see that even something which is for the purpose of guarding the animal, if it's an unnecessary precaution, if it's something which is not entirely necessary for the guarding, it's just an extra step to guard the animal even more, then it is considered carrying and it will be forbidden. So the Mishnah says, And with what can an animal not go out into a Rishus Harabim on Shabbos? Firstly, a camel cannot go out with a piece of cloth on its tail, and this was used to identify the fact that this camel belonged to a particular person. Alternatively, it was some padding on the tail of an animal in order to protect its tail from dragging on the ground. And it's forbidden for an animal to go out with this because it's very likely that it will come undone and it will fall off the animal's tail, and the owner might come to pick it up and he might end up carrying it for Amos in Rishasarabim which of course is forbidden with the Arisa, and so the animal cannot go out like that. It can also not go out with its front leg tied to its back leg. Or it can't go out with its front leg bent back on itself so that it cannot use that leg to walk. And the reason why they would do this is to prevent the animal being able to run away. But the Mishnah considers this a extra precaution, an extra step to guard the animal which is not necessary and therefore is not permitted on Shabbos in a public domain. And the same applies to all the rest of the animals. The Mishnah just used an example of a camel because that was a common example. Says the Mishnah, One is not allowed to tie camels one behind the other and then to pull them from the front. So there would be a line of camels one behind the other walking. And the reason why this is forbidden is because it looks like he is taking the camels to the marketplace in order to sell them. That's why he's tying them all to each other. That's what merchants would often do. And since it is forbidden to go to the marketplace and buy and sell things on Shabbos in a business-like manner, so he can't give the appearance that he is doing so either. But he could put all of the ropes into his hand, the Yimshoich, and pull them that way. Meaning instead of tying each camel to the other and have them walk in a line one behind the other, he would tie each one by itself and hold the ropes, hold the leashes of all of the camels. Because that is not the usual way to do it, and therefore it makes it clear that he is not going to the marketplace to sell the camels. And the Gemara explains that he has to make it clear that the leashes are connected to the camels, so he can't, for example, have a very long leash which drags on the floor because then it looks like he's carrying ropes as opposed to leading an animal. And of course it's forbidden to carry ropes, just like it's forbidden to carry anything in Rishus Arabim, but one is allowed to carry the leash since it's not considered carrying it since it's connected to the animal. Now the Mishnah adds another point, not related to the laws of Shabbos, rather related to the laws of Shatnas. Shatnas refers to the prohibition of wearing something which contains both wool and linen. So in a case where he has lots of ropes from different camels, or let's say he's got two ropes and one of them is made out of wool and the other is made out of linen. In that case, he can only do this as long as he doesn't tie them together at the end. Because if he ties the two ropes together, and then wraps it around his hand. So wrapping it around his hand is considered like wearing it as a glove, and it can keep his hands warm, so it is considered a garment. And so if contained in there is both wool and linen, because he tied the wool and linen together, then it will be forbidden to hold that. And so the Mishnah is just telling us another law not to do with Shabbos, but to do with this situation, which also needs to be taken into account. Mishnah, hey, in Chamaritz a donkey cannot go out with a saddle on its back, even though it used the saddle in order to keep warm, so it's considered a garment, so you would think that it's permitted to go out with it. 
It's forbidden in a situation where it is not tied to the animal. Because if it isn't tied, it might fall off, and that might lead to the owner carrying it himself for four amas in Rosh Hashanah. The labor zog, neither can the donkey go out with a bell attached to it. Even if the bell is blocked, meaning if you stuff the inside of the bell so that it doesn't make a sound, it is still forbidden because the general way that people would sell donkeys in the marketplace is that there would be a bell attached to the donkey in order to attract attention. So if there is a bell attached to this donkey, even if it's not making a sound, it looks like you're taking it towards the marketplace, and therefore it's forbidden. The donkey or any animal cannot go out with a ladder, a small wooden ladder which was attached to the side of an animal's neck. And the reason why they would do this is because if the animal had an injury on its neck or somewhere on the side of its body, so it would hurt the animal and damage the animal if it would turn its head towards the wound because it would rub against the wound. So to prevent the animal turning its head, they would put this small wooden ladder sort of going from its head to its back on the side of its body so that the animal couldn't turn its head. So again, it can't go out like this because this could easily come off the animal and the owner might come to carry it himself in the public domain. An animal can't go out with a strap which is attached and wrapped around its leg. Again, this is to protect the legs of the animal, but since it could easily come off and the owner might end up carrying it, it is forbidden for the animals go out like this. Chickens cannot go out with small strings or with straps which are attached to their legs. This was either to make sure that they wouldn't run so fast, or they wouldn't be able to take big steps, or it was just to identify that that chicken belonged to a particular person. And male sheep, rams, cannot go out with a mini cart this refers to sort of a small piece of wood which was on wheels, which was underneath their tail, in order to protect their tail. And again, the animal can't do this in case it comes off the tail. And female sheep cannot go out with a piece of wood which had quite a strong smell in their nostrils. This was in order to make the animals sneeze out their fleas or small worms which were at the top of their noses. And a calf, a young cow, cannot go out with a mini yoke a piece of wood which animals would often have on their back as they were working in the field. And the reason why a calf would have it is in order order to train it to be able to have a real yoke on its back when it grows up and reaches a time where it will start working in the field. Then a cow cannot go out with hedgehog skin stuck to its other. This is to prevent enemy creatures from trying to reach the milk of the cow. And neither can a cow go out with a strap or a thread attached between its horns, and this was usually as a decoration for the animal, and therefore it is considered to be something which it is carrying. Now this was sometimes used to control the animal and to guard it, however it is considered an extra guarding, which is not necessary and therefore it is considered something which it is carrying, and therefore forbidden. Okay, and the Mishnah ends off with a story, would go out into a public domain on Shabbos with a strap between its horns. Without the will of the Chachomim, meaning it was against our Mishnah. We just learned that an animal cannot do that, and in fact the Gemara explains that Rebelozman ben Azariah's cow would never do this. Rather, says the Gemara, it was his neighbor's cow which went out into Rosh Hashanah with this strap around its horns. But the Mishnah, in a way, blames Rebelozman ben Azariah because he didn't protest and he didn't stop his neighbor doing it, and therefore he had responsibility for this sin. 
Perik Vod Mishnah Aleph. After the fifth Perik discuss what an animal can or cannot go out with on Shabbos, the sixth Perik will discuss what people can and cannot go out with on Shabbos. And we begin with Bama Isha Yetzah, what can a woman go out with, Rama Ina Yetzah, and what can she not go out with into a public domain on Shabbos. Rotate Isha Lebuchute Tzemer, a woman cannot go out with woolen threads, Lebuchute Pishton, or with flax linen threads, or with other types of threads and straps in her hair. And the reason for that is because she cannot dip herself in the mikveh until she loosens them. So what exactly are we talking about? So when a woman becomes Tommy as a nidar, which is a particular tumor which a woman can get, and it could be that the day that she needs to go to the mikveh to purify herself falls out on a Shabbos. Now the halacha is that in order to purify oneself in a mikveh, there can be no chatzitza, no break. Nothing blocking between the water and the person's body. Now if this woman has threads in her hair, Often the threads were braided quite tightly into the hair, and the halacha is that they therefore have to be loosened before she goes to the mikveh, so that the water can come into contact with her entire body. Now it's very likely that instead of just loosening it, she might actually take the entire threads out of her hair, instead of having loose threads stuck to parts of her hair, so she'll take them off, go to the mikveh, and then put them back on. However, there is a concern that she might forget to put them back on and she'll end up coming out of the mikvah and just carrying those threads. And she'll continue carrying them into a public domain when of course it's forbidden to carry them, which means that she may end up doing an Aveira of carrying four Amas in Rishos Harabim. And therefore, anything which a woman wears which she would need to take off if she went to the mikvah and she won't necessarily put back on after coming out of the mikvah, so things like tight jewellery, those things she cannot go out into a Rishos Rabbin with on Shabbos, as we explained, Vlubate Tefes, she can't go out with a sort of headband which was placed on the forehead and went from one ear to the other ear. And now the Rishos is going to list a few things which are very precious and beautiful jewellery, and the reason why a woman cannot wear it is because we are concerned that she'll take it off in order to show it to her friends, and once she does that, she might by mistake walk a bit, or forget to put them back in straight away, in which case she would have sinned by carrying something for four Amos in Erishos Harabim. So those things include Verbisan Butin, Bismanj Inon Tfurin, this is jewellery which hang down from the headband which she wore on her forehead, and this is forbidden Bismanj Inon Tfurin in a time where they are not tied to her head covering, so she could easily take it off and show her friends Verloba Koval. A Koval is a sort of piece of cloth which she wore underneath the headband on her forehead, and the mission says Rishos Harabim, she cannot go out with a kovel to a Rishos Harabim, to a public domain. Now when it comes to everything else which we've listed in the Mishnah, not only is a woman not allowed to take it out into a public domain, she can't even take it out into a courtyard outside of her house, even though that is not considered a Rishos Harabim, out of fear that if we allow her to take it into the courtyard, she might come to take it into the public domain as well. So in general, she can't even take it to the courtyard. What the mission is telling us is that when it comes to a kovel, she can take it into a courtyard, just not into a public domain. And the reason for this is because of all of the jewellery which we're about to mention, there's the least worry when it comes to a kovel that she will take it off to show to her friends. Nevertheless, we were still concerned that she might do so, and therefore it's forbidden to take it into a Rishos Harabim. However, it is permitted for her to take it into a courtyard, while she is wearing it of course, because then she won't be able to really wear any jewellery at all, or anything nice on her face or her hair, and she won't be beautiful for her husband anymore, and so we do allow her to take certain jewellery and certain nice clothes into the courtyard at least. 
Be it as it may, the Mishnah continues with a list of things which cannot even be taken into the courtyard. She cannot go out with a mini crown sort of thing, a tiara, which had a pattern which looked like the city of Yerushalayim. This was a sort of strap which they would wear around their neck. Or with nose rings. She can also not go out with a ring which does not have a signet, a stamp attached to it. So it was worn specifically for jewellery purposes, and therefore there was a concern that she might take it off and show to her friends. She can't go out with a needle which has no hole in it. So this was basically a small piece of metal, and she would place that in her hair. And again, there's a concern that she might show it to her friends, and so she should not even go out to the courtyard with this. But then it just says, all of the things we just listed, v'im yotzos, if the woman did go out, even into a Rishos Rabim with the, any of these things, chatos, she is not liable to a carbon chatos, because she has not actually broken Shabbos mid Araisa. One only brings a carbon for violating Shabbos Midah Araisa, but these things are only forbidden Midrabanan in case you come to take them out. But as long as you're wearing them, they're considered like part of your clothing, which is really an extension of yourself, and therefore can be taken out into a public domain. But of course, ideally, they should not be taken out in case she takes them off and shows to her friend and ends up carrying them for four Amas in Rosh Hashanah. Mishnah Base. This Mishnah is also going to list things which Midrabanan a man shouldn't go out with in case he comes to carry something for four Amas in Rosh Hashanah. But since it's only forbidden Midrabanan, he won't be liable to bring a carbon Chatos if he does do so, since he wouldn't have broken Shabbos mid Araisa. Now, the first one on the list is slightly different to the rest, as we will explain, because the Mishnah says, Ish, a man cannot go out with Sandalham Sumar with a wooden sandal which has nails sticking out of it. And the reason why this is forbidden, even though in general it is permitted to wear shoes, of course, is because a story once occurred that a group of Jews were hiding in a cave from the enemy, and they heard noises coming and they thought that the enemy were coming, and so they all rushed to escape, but because many of them were wearing these types of shoes, in the rush to get out, lots of people were killed by being hit and stamped with these nails. And because that occurred on Shabbos, and that's a time where people often get together more, and therefore there's a danger of this happening. The Chachom said that on Shabbos, one may not wear these sandals, these shoes, in case that dangerous situation comes about again. The person cannot go out with one shoe, if let's say he lost one of his shoes, he can't go out with one of them because people will make a mockery of him, and he'll come to take off that shoe which he's wearing and to carry it. However, this is only forbidden if he hasn't got a wound on the other foot, because if he has got a wound, then it will be obvious why he's only wearing one shoe, so people won't laugh at him and he won't come to take off the other one. But about tefillin, one cannot go out with tefillin on Shabbos, and the way that most understand this is that it goes according to the opinion that there is an obligation of tefillin on Shabbos, one cannot go out into a Rosh with them, since there are certain times where one is obligated to take off his tefillin. For example, if he needs to excuse himself, so if he takes them off, then he'll very likely come to carry them, which of course is forbidden. One cannot go out with an amulet, which is a piece of paper with certain prayers or names of Hashem, which somebody would wear around their neck, often as a scholar for something, perhaps in order to be healed. So you cannot go out with this in a situation where it is not written by an expert, meaning the person who wrote it hasn't been proven as somebody who makes these things work. And because of that, the person who is wearing it won't stop himself from taking it off. You might think, you know, this isn't working, it's annoying me, and you might take it off and end up carrying it. This is chained armor. 
So it's the metal which people would wear to protect themselves when they were fighting. Castle, he can't go out with a helmet. Normally he'd go out with metal boots which again were worn by people fighting. And the reason why one can't wear this on Shabbos is because people might think that he's going out to war, which in general is forbidden on Shabbos. Now since all of these things cannot be taken out, only because he might come to take it off, or because it looks like he's doing something wrong, so it's only made Rabbon on forbidden, therefore if he does go out with any of these things, he will not be liable to bring a carbon chatos since he didn't break Shabbos mid the